Public Radio's LossyTAVShow.com's game. You're listening to The Starting Block. Hey, welcome to The Starting Block for another week. You've got myself, Grino, and I'm joined by a man who's just finished off the full reading of the federal budget, and for some reason he can't find the section that covers the white boy summer. My co-captain Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership, and as always, Greeno, the fucking blockheads, mate. Now, millions. Tuning in right round the fucking world, mate. Yes, were you... Um, were you a watcher of the budget? Were you a listener to the budget? Do you even fucking care about the budget? Or are you like me where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to take care of my own shit, but thanks anyway? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the ladder. Um, you know, if, if I want to sit there and cover a whole bunch of false promises, you know, I'll right. you know, listen to myself say what I'm going to do to my wife. Yeah. Uh, it's, just... <laughs> it's funny because, like, it's a conservative government in, well, I, I wouldn't even call them conservative. I don't think they're very conservative at all, um, to be honest with you. And so it's it's quite funny because they've promised all of this shit, like all of these, uh, all of this, you know, expensive welfare programs, like expanding yeah. the welfare programs. So the people that they're trying to appeal to, like, have a similar attitude to yours. I'm not saying it's wrong, but they're like, oh, well, thanks for the fucking empty promise, mate. Really appreciate it. But, you know, nobody yeah. believes you're actually going to do it. And then on yeah. the other side, you know, conservatives traditionally are supposed to not like government spending a lot of money. Like they'd rather mm. the government save money. They're all saying, how can you go fucking spending all this money? You're throwing all the money away. So they've actually done like an amazing thing. They've managed to piss off like both sides of the both political places. aisle. Everybody hates it. Mate. Let's give ScoMo a nice Gary for complete incompetence. Well done, ScoMo. Nice, nice Gary. Uh, Damo, uh, last week, uh, Mother's Day. We forgot to mention it on mm. last week's show. Uh, yeah, so happy big, Mother's uh, Day to the mums, aren't they? The, to the mums out there, mm. and you know, I, I don't know about you, Damo, but I like to, I like to honour the mums as, as best as I can. Mm. Um, so this week, uh, I've the only entertainment I've indulged, milf porn. Milf, I fucking, I, I knew. No, <laughs> because I knew, I knew you were going there because I was, I was fighting the urge to interrupt you to say like milf porn, like to, <laughs> thinking it was going to be a gag, but you fucking. Yeah. Jerking off to only MILF porn to honour the milf porn. Not, not just jerking off only to it. That's the only entertainment. Sorry, MasterChef. You didn't oh, get any everything. dealership this Everything's week. off the table. No the sport. Only, no, the only thing on the TV this week for uh, for seven solid days in honour of mums out there, MILF porn. Mm. Aren't, you, aren't uh, you married to a MILF mum? Like, you know. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what are you watching MILF porn for? Nice, Gary. <laughs> I didn't say what kind of milk for. Maybe uh, I filmed. Oh, maybe I filmed her. You know, there we oh, go. Oh, now we're talking. Here you go. Yeah, big uh, reveal um, on the show. So, uh, future Kanye West Greeno, ladies and gentlemen, mm. uh, releasing a sex tape at some point. I, I suspect to get like extra famous. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll see, see how, how the career pans out. You should ask her. See what you should ask your lovely wife and see what she yeah. thinks about that. <laughs> Whether <laughs> we want to drop that at what point? <laughs> Get the most leverage. Yeah, and you can stay uh, here after you ask her if yeah. you know for like a week or a month or <laughs> yeah. however long it's going to take for you to find an apartment. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, no worries, mate. Well uh, nice, Gary. Happy Mother's Day. Damo, a quick question for you. I don't know if you, you, you're you a purveyor of, of social media and you like sure. to, to dig deep in these kind of things. Mm. Um, for me, something that's really, I've noticed a bit of a trend in, in the feed lately, which I'm, I'm confused about. 
uh-huh. is is vaccine brags. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. People isn't it? people that are posting, hey, here's me getting a shot. Here's me with a, a proof I've been vaccinated. Here's yeah. a, a lot of them, mate, a lot. Yep. And it, it it got me thinking, and I'm like, when what other situation is this appropriate? Like, uh, if if I've got you know need a bit of topical cream for the dong, Damo. <laughs> Is, is is it inappropriate or appropriate it, that I post? Would it be picture- like a would it be like a like a boil like let's say uh, a a boil erupting with pus like it's a kind uh, of herpes situation? Would it be? Yeah, or- let, let's just call it a you know everyday kind of genital war. Everyday, <laughs> like everyday, similar to everyday rape. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so let's let's just say, yeah. you know, that's out there. If I'm whacking a bit of topical cream, am I now obliged to to mm. make the general public aware? Go on, look, Very good question. check me out. Check me out. Mm. I'm, I'm taking care of my business. Yeah, uh, you, you're so right because I've I've found it strange too. Like it for me, it's kind of similar to um, when a kid gets when when you're in like, just say you're in primary school, right? You're in year four or five. You remember these kids, Greeno, they had no real talent. They were just average at everything. So like they they weren't academically good. No, that's not true because you were like very good at drama and talent stuff. And, you know, we, we did our thing back then. So like these kids that just never, they didn't have any sporting interests. They weren't Mm -hmm. particularly good at any sports. You were quite a good long distance runner, if I remember correctly. I did Uh, arrive at the long distance running. Very good long distance runner. Um, I've got the uh, I've got the build of an Ethiopian. Yes, yeah, correct. Yeah. Well, uh, not anymore. So not anymore. You've been having you've been getting too much protein for the last decade. I've seen your beach pictures. Those, yeah, those the, abs. You could you could fucking cut diamonds on those abs. Now I've got a more of a four hundred meter body. Uh, uh, but back in the day, power. it was yeah, <laughs> it was uh, East African uh, <laughs> kind of kind of bodies. Uh, Specifically East African. So yeah. it's it's like it's like the kids who are just average at everything. Like so, if you brag about your vaccine, it's kind of like, oh look, I got a report card. Instead of saying, look, I got A's on my report. You're not. What are you actually bragging? What have you actually done? You haven't actually achieved anything. You've just sat there, got a needle, and you think. Mm. That, but this is the thing. They think it's like some kind of like thing. Oh, I need to announce to the world what a yeah. great thing I've done. It's like you you just look silly. You look yeah. sad. So, uh, uh, Damo, I've decided in honour of the people that are doing the vaccine brag, every week we've got a new segment mm. where Greeno is going to tell you what medication I've taken this week. <laughs> so this week, Damo, uh, in honour You're going to have to take people, a lot of medications. Is this going to be a weekly fucking... This is, this is now a weekly segment. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to get on down there. Uh, so this hey, week, listen, this listen, week, listen, Damo, listen, listen. If you yeah. get some Oxycontin, can you let me know? Because I'll yeah, have you know. it. Yeah, I'll, yep. I'll buy it back at market price. Don't worry. It'll be fine. <laughs> so this week, Damo, I'd like to announce, I'd like to put it out on social media that this week uh, I've got proof. I've got proof. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. I need everyone in the world to know. Yes. I've taken some Gaviscon. <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> that's, so that's the reflux shit. Yeah, it's the reflux. You've been enough earlier this week. Uh, what did you Gav- eat? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting it down to a salmon. Oh, yeah. That fish is always risky. Fish is yeah. fucking dangerous. All that oil and shit. You can get the burps from taking like fish oil tablets. You know those little capsules. Yeah. So like red krill oil and fish oil. You yeah, can get special. serious burps from that. So it was probably the fish. It could, it could have been that, or it could have been the sixteen beers I had that night. But uh, I'm, I'm blaming it on the fish. Yes, absolutely. Nice, Gary. Uh, so that'll be a good segment going forward. That'll fill a few minutes. That's excellent. Uh, Greeno, listen. Um, I know that you put a lot of uh, thought and effort into the rundown that we do every week. Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. 
Yep. It's, it's a good six minutes on a Thursday afternoon. Six minutes on a Thursday. Yep. But, I mean, six minutes, it's all relative because that, that's a, that could be a cup of coffee. You know, that, so okay. you you are you know sacrificing a lot here for us. On I'm, the I'm a slow sipper though. That's more like a quarter of a cup of coffee for me. Right. Well, sorry, yeah. so, sorry to undershoot it so so drastically. Mm. I didn't it didn't recognize your sacrifice earlier. Um. So this this rundown, you know, I know it's very important to you, and I know how much you love when I bring up something that's not on the rundown. I know it depends. If if it's political, then I hate it. If it's something funny, then I I, I let it right. Okay. Well, this. I actually, I don't even know how to class it. This could be political. Well, it could be. Con- I think. It, I think. Now it's we're in murky territory. Okay. I think it's definitely controversial, but it ah. also could be political. The conversation ah. we had last week, Greeno, about the uh, condiment Cold War. Ah, yes. Now, no, now we're talking. Now, no, this is fine. I'm happy for okay. you to break up the schedule for this. Okay, one. this is going to be a little bit. I of, like stories about pinatas. A little bit of story time. So. I actually announced to my actually, wife. Actually, if I can, if I can interrupt your story, oh, it goes please, to show. Yeah. I like it, stories it, about pinatas. This goes to show uh, how little regard I, I have for your input in the show because I yeah. just realised I didn't bother asking if you had anything for this week's show before no. I put down the rundown. Yeah, that's why I said, do you want a little bit of uh, opening the fucking kimono here? Uh, mm. This is a story within us. I like stories about pinatas. The last thing I said to Greeno, we got together, I'm going to say like three and a half minutes before the show actually started. We got together on Discord. I'm like, hey, everything working? Yep. Can you hear the board? Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. I can hear you. Check. Okay, good. Let's fucking roll. So, And then the last thing I said to him before I muted him, so I didn't even hear his response was, oh, by the way, I'm going to try and fuck the show up in the first segment. Yeah. <laughs> and then I kind of hung up on him. So, all right. So I that's like one stories story. about pinatas. So now we're back into the main story. I like know, stories reopen, about pinatas. Reopen the main story. So there's been a, a couple of developments on the on the front of the condiment cold war, which mm. I, I spoke about last week. Now, yeah. um, I, I did tell my wife, as I pointed out to you, like, um, I, I said to her, look, you know, I'm really dedicated to having the salt and pepper up on the bench here. I think it should yeah. be like a diner. It should be at readily available at all times. She likes to put it away because she's a crazy person. And so we came to an agreement and I'm pleased to report, Greeno, that after a week, there has been a complete honouring of that agreement. Nice, Gary! In the kitchen, Greeno. Like the, the, the two sides of this Cold War are respecting yeah. each other. Now, a, t- a tip of the hat to, to the Lady Boogie for respecting the, the, the outcome of said war. That's right. Like the agreement, we sat down in an old, you know, train carriage, Greeno. Uh, yeah. The cities were bombed around us and we sat down, we signed an agreement and we've actually fucking stuck to it. So we're a week into this now and I think all signs are positive diplomatically. Diplomatically Quills, speaking. quills and ink? Quills and ink, absolutely, all yeah. the way. Excellent. And yeah. one of those photos where they, I don't know, did they like break a light bulb or something and everybody got covered in gunpowder before they something like the, that. Something yeah. like that. Is that how it worked? Yeah. One, one of those was there too, <laughs> just saying so mm. that. So now, yeah. now this is interesting. So at the end of last week's show, I didn't catch it at the time, but uh, one, uh, a listener to the program, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Greeno, Bocker Bradley. Do you know Bocker Bradley? He's around in the yeah, chats, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, he plays Call of Duty. He, he does some game streams from time to time. He's a nice guy. Uh, he actually, he asked the chat to post their spice situation, their herbs Ooh. and spice situations on Twitter. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm pleased to report we have some in. We've got a oh, couple beautiful. of conflicting things here. So Collections. Yes. Yeah. So first of all, this is the spice rack situation for Brad underscore Everly on Twitter. The, the Earth B- Reporter. The Earth That's Earth how he controls the spice situation in the home. Yes. Now, I need to – there's a couple of things I want to 
discuss here. I think we need to break this draw down. First Mm. of all, it's a very nice arrangement. I'm not going to say that it's untidy. It's very tidy. It's very organized. But in my opinion, it's very inefficient because to have the spices laying down on their side as opposed Mm. to standing up, like look how much you could fit like two and a half spices uh, little bottles for each one that's laying down if you were standing them up. You're talking surface area usage. There's exactly. a, a lack of that. Yeah, fair call, fair call. Now, I know, that. I know that he's stacking them, right? But that's the mm. problem with stacking them. If you're stacking them, then you, you can't, can't see, see the, the fucking up. things underneath, right? You're going you to miss out. You need to have equal access and equal sightage of everything in said spice rack. Exactly. I, I'm yeah. so glad that you get this. See, this is why you and me. Nice, Gary. This is why you and I are fucking best. This is why we're yep. intertwined spiritually, Greeno, because we understand Cerebral, each other. Cerebral. Yep. Ex- yep. Siamese brainchild, Greeno. Mm. So you can't see the ones underneath. So that's very um, upsetting to me. Now, you can also see a number. So if you're going to lay them down, I think, then it's on you. to. You have to have all of the labels face up. If you're going to lay them down, yep. they yep. have to be face up. Now, if you look very carefully here at BE's situation, I see side action. there's side action. There's some that are upside down completely. There's some that I can see one word or the whole word. I mean, it's a fucking dog's breakfast out there. <laughs> Spices are spooning in there. It's it's, it's, it's disgusting. It's a fucking yeah. orgy in there, Greeno. Nobody even knows what they're putting into which hole. They don't know. Yeah. It's just the lights a fucking are out mystery. in there. It's just open season. Yeah. It's open fucking season. What? Who knows what kind of fucking diseases are being spread by all of these spices <laughs> in this rack? Yeah. Now, so now this was Brad Everly's situation, to which I replied on Twitter something like, no, no, I like my spices standing proud. I want them labels out. I want them fucking on full display. I don't want them hidden in a drawer. Now, do you know Victor Von... Can I add another comment? Absolutely. I like stories about pinatas. Other commentary to this. I think it's uh, if you're going to go a spice rack in a drawer... You gotta go all in. Now I don't want to see no cling wrap. I don't want to see no Ziploc bags. Mm. That's gotta have its own drawer. Yes. I think if you're gonna if you're gonna put the spice, the whole drawer has got to be nothing but spice. That's a very good I, point. No, I, I will good. allow. I will allow uh, zip packets that contain. Things like, you know, the, the little sandwich box, bags oh, and shit. Little, little yeah. sandwich bags that have like peppercorns or something like that. Something that doesn't fit inside a said jar, mm. but when you've got the cling wrap in there, that and secondly, it's under a stove as well. If you're going to yes. do the cling wrap, it's got to be underneath a said bench because what are you going to do? You put the cling wrap on top of the stove? No, no, no. Then you're already out of out of order with, with where your cling wrap is. Nice, Gary. Absolutely. See, you, you're thinking about this the same way I do. It's about efficiency. It looks mm. good. It's presentable. I'll give. I'll right. grant him that. It looks very nice, but it's completely inefficient. And it's yeah. not. It's to be frank, Greeno. It's offensive. Yeah. It's if- <laughs> It's offensive. Now, so I replied like, okay, so I like my spices standing proud. I like them face out. Now, do yeah. you know Victor Von Schroom, who's another listener to the program? I do know Victor. We've done uh, we've done a couple of episodes of Pessy, I think, where he might have been on. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, he might have been on one episode and then he was in your uh, your big birthday spectacular. He as was well. too, yes. That saves yeah. a lot of time. Now, Victor Von Schroom is from Holland, like born and raised mm-hmm. in Holland, European. Yeah. As you know, I um, was raised by a couple of like, you know, uh, how can I best describe them? Grizzly German women? Hard-ass German women, that's correct. <laughs> Hard-ass German women. So we're from a very, very similar region, you know, like actually fucking next-door neighbours, so mm-hmm. to speak. Now, Sharing sharing uh, lawn equipment. That's how close you guys are. Sharing, sharing a lawnmower or at some, yep. you know, at 
probably more often than not throughout history, Greeno, uh, trying to kill each other. But hey, I love the Dutch. The Dutch are fucking fantastic. They don't like the Germans very much, but I like the Dutch. So anyway, putting that to one side. Now, I got a reply from Victor von Schroom who posted his spy situation, Karina. And for me, it was like, you know, when you have a sip of warm stew at a restaurant and it reminds Mm -hmm. you of home, that feeling, right? And like, oh, this takes me back. Look yeah. at this situation here. Look now let's this. No, this is good. This is this is pretty good. This uh, is a present. This is how you present your spices. And I wasn't yeah. surprised at all because this was the situation at home. And I was thinking yeah. if you, I'm pretty sure you had this situation at home too, Greeno, and your mother was raised by a, a European immigrant herself, if I'm not mistaken. We did not have the spice rack, sir, no. Oh, uh, no. That, that, is, that, is, that is incorrect, no. Oh, uh, did you have them tucked away? We didn't. Uh, well, uh, they were, I think they were, my mum, a lovely lady, when it came to cooking, though, not her forte. So we uh, did not have a great deal of spices in the house. We might have had, I think we had fake parmesan. We had. I love, we had fake, salt. I love fake parmesan. It's great. Fake parmesan's amazing. It's the best. Uh, we had salt, pepper, and maybe a mixed herb. That was about it. Mm. So not a huge amount of spices in, in the Greeno household. But they were out, uh, though. Florida. They were out. No, they weren't. They were in a pantry. Oh, no. This is very disappointing, Greeno. Yeah. Yeah, very disappointing. But this, 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 I don't mind. Now, the only thing I'll raise on this, yes, is I don't know about you. I have way too many different spices because I just cook off a thousand different recipes. So for me, I've probably got about forty different spices. Yeah. So that that thing is not going to work for me because I've just got too many. I'm it's already, I'm already well, yeah, that's too you, small. Well, that's wouldn't you double them up and just put one next to the other? Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could have Two a whole racks. wall full of that. Spot on. But I love the presentation. I can see all the labels. They're easily identifiable. I can see levels, Damo. I can see how much spice is there when I need to replenish the spice. Correct. Um, can I, can I, like I be the, extra anal? Just I like to stories about pinatas. Just to interrupt your analysis for one moment, if I can be extra anal and if I wanted to, we could we could take a few points off, Greeno, in that the spices aren't in af, uh, alphabetical order. <laughs> No, I don't, no, no, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him a break here because you know what I do like? I like I stories like about pinatas. Every, like? Everything everything in a, with a black top is in the first two rows. That's very good. And then good, the multicolour yeah. lids are in the bottom. I'm, I am I didn't care about alphabetizing. That's a, that's a very I'm more good about presentation. No, otherwise, you're going to have a green and then you have a black. No, no, no. I want all the blacks. I want all the blacks and then all the colours. <laughs> so you want, you want all the blacks in one part. Yeah, we're, then... we're, we're back to 1940s, mate. We're back at the bus <laughs> with the spices. <laughs> We're in separate bathrooms to the spices as well. It's got to be done. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note? Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot. Cartoons. We hope to 
see you over there very soon. It's our special little spot, tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. When we were kids and there wasn't any school, we'd sit and watch all the best cartoons. Eating cereal until it was noon. We never thought that 30 years later it'd still be cool. Saturday night and cheesy movies. The ones that used to show us boobies. It's our special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. Enjoy the joy of Pessy. than 3% sport content. It's the starting block on TAVshow.com. Yes! Welcome back to the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Remember, if you want to keep in touch with us, the best way to do so would be via the little blue bird. Follow Greeno at the starting block one where we drop the K at the end. Follow myself at Boogie Bumper. Damo, uh, I know when when you reach out for medical advice and I reach out for medical advice, uh, there's, you know, Google. certain profession. Google is one of them. Certain <laughs> professions that I like to think are, uh, you the know. The project. Uh, yeah, the project. Uh, <laughs> a, a kind of like a cut above the rest. You know, I, I can only trust in, in certain professions that I have confidence that when I get their medical opinion, I can rely on it. You know, mm. I, sometimes I don't have confidence in certain doctors and whatnot. Yes. So I have to go to the, the true the true people that can cut through the bullshit for me and yep. just get straight to the point. And it's by important. that, I'm going to uh, boxers and footballers, Damo, <laughs> for my medical advice. Yeah. And uh, the reason I say this is that, thank God, because fucking I've been trying to get my head around what's going on with COVID, yeah. uh, what's going on with the vaccine. You've only had a year to figure it out. I haven't, I haven't been able to work it out yet. I haven't been able to nut it. I haven't been able to nut that bad boy down. And thankfully, uh, Anthony Mundine has, has come to, as, as a saviour. Uh, for our American <laughs> listeners who don't know who Anthony Mundine is, he's a, a former Australian rugby league player who He played for Australia, league. didn't he? Did he no, play? no, no, he didn't get there. He played a few no. games for New South Wales. He probably no, should have played for, for Australia. New, didn't get picked for New South Wales either. No, he played for New South Wales once or twice. No, I don't yeah, think he, did. he did. He played in the centres. Oh, man, I wish B.E. was here. B.E. would fucking answer this. B.E. would definitely know that answer. Um, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. What do, you want look to put, it up. what do you want to put on it? Nothing. Nothing? You're probably right. I don't care what Anthony Mundine did because that was like 20 years ago. And then he quit that and became a boxer. Um, quit that, became a boxer. So now when I want my medical advice, I'm going to that man, Chock Mundine, or Dr. Chock, as we like to refer to him. Doc Chock. Uh, so I saw this during the week. Uh, Anthony Mundine has said that there are evil plans to reduce the global population, suggesting the COVID-19 vaccine rollout is a blatant genocide. Now, let's mm. let's take a moment to just absorb that. Well, uh, let's take another moment. I like quickly. stories about pinatas. Sorry, that wasn't meant to be one of those. Uh, he played three games for New South Wales in 1999. He played the whole 1999 series, Green. Was, was that the Super League year? No, nah, Super League was 2000, wasn't it? 
No, I think it was 1999. Was it? It could have been. You could be I'm right. Gonna du- I'm going to double down on being wrong here because I'm thinking the only no, way Chuck you gets could be. I, think, I knew I was right on the first one because I'd seen him run around in a New South Wales jersey. I'd seen him. and yeah. um, But I, I don't know about the second one. You could be right because I think the Broncos won the premiership in 2000 which was the unit, the first, because they won the Super League Premiership and then they won the Unified one like the next year after in the uh, yeah. ARL as well. They so, sure did. So. Uh, no, no. Okay. I was wrong. I've been wrong twice. 1997 was when Super League oh, was. Oh, wow. So, shit. There you go. There you nice, go. Gary. Oh, far off. Flashback. Um, so uh, let's, let's dissect that headline for, for a quick second. Now, yeah. if he, he's saying the vaccine rollout is a yeah. way to reduce global population. Well, you also have to explain, though, because Ray Hadley is part of this headline as well, so I think it's only fair that you you give a quick little background for our American listeners who the fuck Ray Hadley is. Ray Hadley is a guy who, um, would you say he's a a firebrand talk radio host, Greeno, in Sydney? Yeah, uh, loudmouth talk radio host. Who... <laughs> You've got a way of word, way with words, don't you? Because I'm trying to be nice here. No, I'm trying fucking... to say firebrand is a good way to like encapsulate yeah. everything. And you're like, nah, he's a fucking loudmouth. Loudmouth <laughs> more that, that sums it up. No, nice, like, like most talk radio hosts, to, yeah. to be honest. Oh, to be yeah, fair. yeah, all the good uh, ones they, anyway. <laughs> that's, their, that's their job to piss yeah. off as many people as possible. Exactly. So people will call up and disagree with their opinion. Correct. Ah, uh, so look, let's let's get. Oh, you know me, man. I love numbers. I'd rather look at numbers. So my theory is, if if Chuck's blaming the vaccine rollout right, as kind of a potential way to reduce population, let's have a look at deaths thus far. Okay. Vaccine related deaths mm-hmm. estimated forty five hundred. Wait, wait what's our wait wait what's our pool here? Like worldwide or Australia? This is worldwide. Or, okay, okay. This is worldwide. All right. Cool. Forty five hundred. Okay. COVID deaths three point three million. <laughs> So I'm trying to work out which one's going to be is actually up to do, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm trying to work out which one's actually going to be the actual true uh, reduction. Mm. Yeah, reduction of human population. Because in theory, if it was a global plan, wouldn't you just let the the COVID run free, Damon? Yeah, and look, we're both sport. <laughs> very, very good. <coughs> Pardon me. We're both sports fans as well. So I'm kind of like, I'm looking at this like, well. COVID is so far in front now. COVID is kicking mm. vaccines ass. What does vaccine have to do to reverse the numbers here? Now, this is like, yeah. like just say, Greeno, you're playing a game of footy, or yeah. even better, playing a game of baseball, right? You're yeah. you're down 15-0 after the first inning. And so, COVID's up 15-0 after the first. we got a lot of fucking work to do today, boys, mm. if we're going to even get in even close to this other fucking team. So and we're into the opposition's me. fourth pitcher already. It's exactly like my arms just yeah. so tired. I've been fucking yeah. standing here for forty-five minutes throwing nonstop, like nonstop, getting Every, hammered. Everything, yeah. everything's going over the fence. So yeah. COVID is kicking his ass. Now I will say about Anthony Mundine. We, if you're not a you know regular listener to, uh, to this show, you won't know. Uh, Anthony Mundine is actually a polarizing character on this show because I think as long as we've been doing this show. Uh, Greeno has been, Greeno doesn't like Anthony Mundine very much. And I quite like Anthony Mundine. I think he's very funny. So Greeno. Very funny. He's just a dead shit. <laughs> we'll see, this is how, this is how this always goes. We've done this fucking conversation, Greeno, at least ah. 20 times over the years. Easy. I yeah. like Chock. I reckon Chock's a fucking good guy. Yeah. Um, so he, he cracks me up. 
I always refer to the one where he was uh, getting ready for a boxing match and he was doing that little promo thing that you do at the press conference and stuff. He's like, I'm faster than him. I'm smarter than him. The only thing I, I'm the black Superman. The only thing I can't do is fly and I'm working on that. And it, like <laughs> all of the reporters started cracking up. And that's when I, that's when I understood fucking Chalk Mundine. Like there, there is a certain element of like theatrics that goes into like boxing promotion. So you've got to be full of yourself if you're going to be. Someone who fine. generates cash, and uh, but I, that's why I, I like him because, like, I think away from his public persona, he's probably a very, very different guy. Like most he is, of these 100%. dudes are, you know, definitely is. Yeah. But he normally comes out with these outrageous comments just before he has a fight to promote. Yeah. He retired three months. Yes, ago. Yes, he did. So, so this is just dumb comments, Damo. Yeah. Well, I, well, see, I I don't know about you. First of all, I don't know about you, but I was fucking shocked to learn that Chalk is forty five years old. I was like, it holy shit, we're getting, no, we're getting old, Greeno. If Chalk is, if Chalk is 45, I remember seeing Chalk play for the Broncos when he was like in his mm. early 20s, man. Yeah. <laughs> if Chalk's 45, we are getting fucking up there ourselves. As we here. said, we're, we're in our late, late 30s. We're, we're on the, the arse end of the 30s. Right. I, see, I didn't even know he retired, but have a look at this, right? So did you, have you seen this little thing? So I said to Greeno, like a little bit of opening the kimono and let's just do a little. I like stories about impromptu, pinatas. Impromptu one. I said to Greeno before the show in the three and a half minutes that we have to do pre-show, I said, look, I've, I found something with this Chalk Mundine thing. Oh, actually, it was on Twitter, wasn't it? Found something yeah. with this Chalk Mundine story. We should check it out. It's going to go long. We have to watch this. Did you, Have you seen this clip? No, I wouldn't. I, okay. Firstly, I'd, I'd never click on news.com. I just see the headline. Right. I, my theory, I, I refuse, like, you'll see every segment I sent through is nothing but what the headline says. Yes. I never actually click on said article because that's giving them what they want. Okay. Well, uh, you can't really see it in the top right-hand corner, Greeno, but it's actually Wide World of Sport. It's a Wide World of Sports clip that's been replayed on uh, news.com. On news.com. So, there you go. So this is actually like I think the retirement announcement by Chalk. I didn't Possibly. even know he retired. That's how much I follow him. I don't fucking follow yeah. him or anything. I just like him. Um, mm -hmm. So he retired apparently three months ago. Now, this is yeah. the announcement where he retired, and Kelly Slater ends up on the other end of the phone midway during his retirement announcement press conference. You're talking about, like, world's greatest ever surfer, Kelly world's Slater. World's greatest ever surfer, Kevy, uh, Kelly Slater. And it gets what? really weird. This is okay. so fucking weird. So do you want to have? Check it out. Do you want to investigate yeah, this with me? All right, yeah, see what you think. First of all, I love Chalk's style. I love the suspenders. I think that's a, an immaculate tie there, by the way. You like the black on black as well? I do. You know me, don't you? I like black shirt, black tie, black suit. I'm I'm a fucking guy who goes all in black when I go out and fancy can dress. I make, can I make a comment on that? I'm no, I'm no fashionista either. Like yes. I'm a guy, I'm, I'm shorts and t-shirt 99% mm -hmm. of the year. My theory, with suspenders, you cannot have them over a shirt with pockets. That's a very Nice, Gary! There's a pocket there that yes. the suspender is running over, and it's highlighted by the fact it's got a button in the middle of the pocket. Yes, you shouldn't be able to see a button. It should be suspenders only, shirt only. only. Shirt pocketless, yeah, yeah. just yeah. nice, clean. That's yeah. okay. That's a fashion faux pas by Chalk, but once again, he's a moron, so we'll let it slide. <laughs> nice, Gary! That's a very good observation, though, Green. I commend yeah. you for that. So have a look at this. So he's halfway through his uh, press conference to say, I'm, I'm, you know, announcing my retirement or whatever. And then Kelly Slater, I don't know how he ends up on the other end of the phone. At first, I, I couldn't understand. I couldn't quite make, make sense of all this. But then it becomes evidently clear during this conversation that this was not like some random event where Kelly Slater just called up Chalk Mundine like he makes it look 
because he's into boxing and stuff for like a couple of minutes. You listen to it and it becomes increasingly clear that they don't even really know each other. And no. then at the end, it's like obvious in a very funny way. So have a look at this. It's about a minute. Okay. So have a look. It's so awkward. Hang on. Where's our sound here? Kelly Slater, bruh. All right. Hang on. I'll just go back. Kelly Slater, bruh. Kelly Slater, bruh. I love Jock. He's so funny. Hey, bruh. Hey, bruh. Hey, man. <laughs> Kelly Slater, bruh. Hey, man. Hey, man. Listen to him clapping. Right. How you been, brother? How you been, brother? All right. Yeah. <laughs> One day, sir. She's made a surf. I might become a surfer. I might become a surfer. See, that's fucking funny, man. <laughs> no, thanks, bro. I appreciate it, man. You're a legend. Yeah, you've been able to, uh, to switch over pretty easily in the past, so. Okay, so uh, can you hear what Kelly's saying? Hang okay. on, we'll get back to it. Okay. He's like, yeah, I appreciate your career. Uh, yeah. Maybe you, you, you've been able to switch over in the past. A little bit of banter. Before. It sounds like banter yeah. between friends, doesn't it? Hey, you've switched mm. over before. I hate, like, I know your career, right? That's yeah. what it sounds like. Listen to this shit, Greeno. This is yeah. fucking insane. Anyways, we're just proud of you guys. Don't keep me uh, Listen to this. everything going on with your retirement and stuff. I just want to and say congratulations and uh, all the best for the next endeavor. And Thanks, man. All the happiness to you and your family and... Uh, you know, you're like, but... Thanks, my bar. We met, we met like nearly 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, my bro. Thanks, my brother. It's all like, bro, I love you, bro, bro, bro. Yeah. I know your shit. And then Chuck's like, yeah, thanks, man. Hey, do, do you remember we met like 20 years ago? 20 years ago, bro. Oh, bro. Bro. <laughs> Chuck, mate, what are you doing? Uh, you just destroyed yeah. the illusion. Hang on, let it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kelly Slater. So Chuck's like, hey, we met like 20 years ago. You're a legend, bro. And you can hear Kelly Slater on the other end of the phone. He just goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, bro. Oh, so this is Anthony Mundine getting. See, what happened was one of Mundine's posse, right, handed him the phone. Yeah. So Mundine's obviously like a big fan of fucking Kelly Slater, I'm guessing, because yeah. he knew who he was straight away. Oh, mm. Kelly Slater, I fucking love you, bro. So obviously it's been set up by one of the posse. Like, hey, like during his fucking thing, hey, check it out. Look who's on the phone. Look who's on the phone, Chalk. He's like, oh, fucking Kelly Slater, I love you, bro. But what's actually happened? What's actually happened, though, is Chalk's been big dicked at his own retirement press conference. <laughs> By Kelly Slater. Because he doesn't even, he's not a boxer. Kelly's yeah. a fucking superstar in surfing, which is completely different to boxing. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. Yeah. <laughs> he's been big dicked at his own retirement press conference by fucking what? Kelly Slater. Chalk, I fucking love you, mate. The closest link that you can get to boxing and surfing is when Mick Fanning punched the shark. Yeah. <laughs> That's the closest it got. No, Damo, I've, I've got the answer here yes. for you. I know exactly what happened there. Yep. Someone got uh, Chalk a Kelly Slater cameo for his retirement. I think that's what we go to. Because everything <laughs> sounded like it was off a script, right? Did They're going, the, hey, Kelly. Did it. That's what I was we'll, thinking. We'll pay you, wait, how much do you charge for a cameo? Like five grand? All right, sweet. Here's what we want to say to Chalk. And... You're going to call it this time? Oh, I think you're Kelly right. Kelly wasn't even on the phone. It was literally just, you know, it was pre-recorded. <laughs> recording. And they said, they said, Chuck, Chuck, just, just pause here, bruh. 
Chipotle's here, and you'll be sweet. And we're all good. Happy retirement shop. I think you're right. I think somebody uh, paid Kelly Slater like a lazy. What would you pay for one minute of Kelly Slater dialogue over a video call? I would. Me? I would go. I would go say no. But what would somebody pay? Like what would? Okay, so how about this? What would a member of Chock's posse pay for a five, minute? Five with, grand, I reckon. I reckon. I was thinking five grand as well. Exactly. Uh, I reckon five five grand of Chock's money. Just yeah. went to Kelly Slater, so Kelly Slater can call Chock during his own yeah. retirement fucking uh, announcement and yeah. clearly state, like you know, at least imply, clearly imply that he has no fucking idea who he is. <laughs> I reckon that's a fucking a nice Gary to Kelly Slater, a lazy five k. I'm gonna say, and uh, well done to Chock Mundine getting fucking deep dicked at his own retirement fucking <laughs> presser. Enough. That's fantastic. I like it. Now, Damo, I don't know how we transition from that. We're going to. I know you're you're a big fan of celebrities, Damo. Yes. You're a big fan. You love them. Love and, them. And love not, them. <laughs> not just celebrities, specifically celebrity romance gossip. <laughs> and my word, wasn't it a fucking week for celebrity romance gossip? I was mm-hmm. all over the. Uh, I was all over the rags. I was all over the uh, Entertainment Tonight. I was all over the TMZs, yes. making sure I could get all the uh, the latest on this m- big story, Damo. Well, you got it, yeah. Uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez demo, apparently. Really? Back in action. Back in... I didn't even know they weren't in action. I thought they've always been in action. Oh, no, Ben Affleck no. was with uh, Jennifer Garner, wasn't he? Jennifer Garner. Now, he was oh. with he was with J-Lo uh, many a year back, 17 years ago. Then they then they broke up. <laughs> he, was then with, they moved on. he was with J-Lo when she was young and fuckable. Mm. <laughs> and then he kind of young traded her out. And yeah. got, got Jennifer Garner, who was also got, young and fuckable at the time. Got Alias in, and then yeah, now he's going back to the old pasture greener. He's back to J Lo okay. after A Rod has passed her passed her on. Also, yeah. um, oh, A Rod so, let J Lo go, did he? I think it was a mutual agreement. Uh, they've gone. Look, if we're going to go our separate ways here, this is just not working because you know they're both as much of a, a limelight hog as each other. So Ooh. it became a very awkward situation. Everyone wants to be the you know yeah. the, the very important person in relationship. You know that's a good point. You know whose marriage is going to outlast everyone in Hollywood? It's Matt Damon and that chick that he married because nobody yeah. even fucking knows who she wasn't. She a waitress or some shit? Probably. Yeah, no, she was somebody like very low key, blue collar, and he married her. They're still married. They're fucking happily married. She doesn't. She doesn't get in the spotlight. She doesn't do the fucking red carpet shit. Of course, Matt yeah. Damon isn't in any good movies anymore. But don't let that be, you know, it's the fine. deciding factor. Yeah, it's, she could still cause a fuss if she wanted to in the women's magazines, but she doesn't. She could. She doesn't. Cause she's a good egg. She's like um, she's very good egg. So I think that's. Yeah. I think they're going to outlast every single fucking Hollywood relationship. It's going to be 100%. Matt Damon. And like I said, like, I don't even know a name. That's how good she is. Like that She's chick, right. that chick. I don't know. Uh, what I'm hoping out of the, this, uh, this rekindling of mm. Benefar is mm. a Geely 2 demo. A, a what? Geely 2. What's so Geely? Was one of, is that Geely was, No, it was a movie that they made together when they were, uh, like actually in a relationship and it was panned as like one of the oh, worst. Oh, where he was the hit man who put the guy in the washing machine. Is yeah, that, that's yeah, the one. And it, got like, like, it, made like, it made negative dollars. That's how bad the movie it was. was. It was fucking terrible. It was absolutely <laughs> terrible. So that's the big celebrity news. Number one. Now yeah. this, I don't know if you've been following this John Mulaney story. Yeah. Uh, John Mulaney is a very unfunny comedian off Saturday night live. Like most of them these days. Yeah. Um, I don't know. him. Now, Can you tell me something that he's in like something to help me place him? Other than Saturday Night Live, yeah. I've got no idea. That's it. 
Nice, Gary. <laughs> He's average on Saturday Night Live. What else has he done? I've got no idea. No know. idea. That's him. But he was in the news a little while ago because he uh, he had to go into rehab, Damo. He kept his oh, cocaine addiction no. under wraps. He's like a bit of sniffy, sniffy, bit He's too done, much. He's sniffy, done the sniffy. Joey Diaz fucking move, has he? Yeah, he's, he's had to he's had to get in there early and uh, get in the rehab to get that career back on track. Mm. So he, he's he's like, look, I'm gonna go into rehab, and everyone's like, oh, poor John, poor John. Poor it's guy. brave of him to come out and admit that he has a problem. Oh, wait, is he the bald guy with glasses? No. Ah, oh, okay. I thought I was on to something. I guess not. Nah. I guess not. Kind of, kind of Steve Carell looking. No, sorta. Actually, no, not him. Uh, he looks a little bit like the dude from The Office, the other guy, Peter Gibbons. No, not the office. No, as in uh, that's office space. Oh, the office, space. the American ah. office. Oh, okay. Oh, John yeah. Becker, the guy who Frank always the, is he the guy that always makes weird looks at the camera? Yes, that's you know, the one. Uh, that's him, is it, John Mulaney? No, that's not him. He looks like that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Gary. <laughs> that's, that's the closest association I can get to explaining who this dude is. Anyway, the the, the fucking the I don't understand stuff, right? how I don't know who this guy is after yeah. that explanation, Karina. So that, that, we've got no idea who this dude is. So, but uh, everyone, the <laughs> public was on his side. They're like poor John Mulaney, thank God he's going to get help. I fucking God bless you, John Mulaney. You are the man. Come Didn't back, even know who he was. Work. Good on you, mate. No good on you though. <laughs> so then he gets out of rehab and he's all good. Then earlier in the week, it was announced that him and his wife getting divorced, and everyone's mm. like, oh, poor John, like mm. fucking. His wife's fucking ditching him. Uh, he's in he's, recovery. He's trying he's in recovery. Divorce isn't one of the 12 steps, Damo. It's yes. fucking, she's fucking it up for him. This is like poor John again. Like he's a fucking, he's a cokehead. And now he's going to be single. Like, oh man, he's heartbroken. He's going to go back to the coke. This is fucking, this is a big old schmuzzle. Um, <laughs> So everyone was fucking up, like just upset, like poor John, poor John, poor John. Poor John. Until today, and I saw that Olivia Munn and John Mulaney were uh, trending on Twitter. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Now about? you're gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. I like stories about pinatas. Interrupt this just slightly, and perhaps expose yeah. to the audience my complete lack of awareness when it comes to like who's hot and who's not. I don't yeah. even know who Olivia Munn, uh, Munn is. I have no uh, idea. She was in. She's been a few a few different things. So she was in Attack of the Show. She was in uh, Newsroom. Oh, uh, Attack of the Show. Was she wearing a baseball cap half of the time? Yeah, that's her. Ah, that's the one. There you go. Uh, and she was oh, in Magic Mike. Gary. And she's been in a whole bunch of other movies. Okay, there you go. So quite a popular actress. Now uh, I was like, oh, you know, wow. Like, the, and and suddenly everyone was like, fuck you, John. Like, John, how dare you? Like. You just broke up with your wife and now you, you what's fucking going on here? And I was like, man, this is a bad look. And then I wrote, I'm like, hang on, Olivia Munn, let me look this up. And I went through the, the trending Twitter feed of mm. Olivia Munn and came across this is what I remember. Do this you remember the um this. do you remember the celebrity hacks of the phone about a year and a half ago, two years ago? Yeah, it was called the fappening. That's the one, right? Yeah. And Olivia Munn was one of the people's phones that were were tapped. Really? And, really? and put up there. Hmm. <laughs> And the, the reason that is... Uh, and we've got some of those shots for you tonight on the show. We have the shots. Not just the shots, the, the tweets that she sent to her celebrity boyfriend at the time. Right. So she did a little love note going, Chris, I love you when. And here's a couple of the lines. Okay. Read when them you, out, Greeno. <laughs> yep. <laughs> for our listeners. Uh, Chris, I love you when you finger me in the doorway, lick my tight asshole, and choke me so hard I can't breathe. Right. Nice, That's one of them. Gary. Chris, I love you when you uh, you pull my hair, push my head down, shove your big long dick into my mouth so deep I tear up and choke. Slap nice, my pussy till I come. Gary. 
And lastly, uh, Chris, I love you when you fuck me in the ass, slow and good, it hurts me. <laughs> but you won't stop because you know how bad I want it and how good it feels <laughs> before, to force your dick inside my tight ass. What are we doing on this now, show? Now, What is this? What are we doing here? This is fucking trash, mate. This is such trash. Damo. This is like the worst of human trash that you could possibly. This is why you shouldn't even be doing rundowns anymore. Fuck it. I didn't even know what this was. Olivia Mudd's story. I don't even know what it is. Before we go to the break, for anyone wondering why John Mulaney might have got out of rehab and left his wife to cook up with this girl, just read the tweets. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slur cane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet. We also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. Hi. I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian Dick Tracy? What's you? Why do you have to ruin my evening? Like, I, I'm just going to just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show. And you, you got to, you just got to do that. You just do without the hat. So you're not enjoying it? No! No! <laughs> Dude, Asian uh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in, in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I hate oh, come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so... Subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Damo, I know the NFL and college football season is still a fair bit away, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that, that we can't give the, the college football scene the love it deserves yep. in the off season. When news comes to hand, you know, sometimes, you know, 
little nuggets of uh, college football news pop in, and we got to we got to adhere to our listenership. You know, a little We're bit of hot goss off the press screen, eh? Spot on for is it? Uh, it's uh, our Stephen Sears' team, isn't it? The the Ohio State Tree Nuts. That's right, the Buckeyes. I think they're called right. Greener. The yeah, Buckeyes. Tree Nuts. Demo. Obviously, right. obviously an inferior team to our. Uh, Gamecocks, but you know yeah. they're around. But then nobody will ever be as good as the Cox Greener. Go no. Cox, by the way. Go yeah. Cox. We love well, Cox. Well done. Yeah. yeah. You came across this during the week, Damo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So a little this is shout your out, segment, baby. <laughs> so a little shout out to Stefan Sears here, and um, this is a little tip of the hat to our boy, and maybe he can do um, a survey for us on this topic, Greeno. See what we think here. Ohio mm-hmm. State bans massage therapists for inappropriate behaviour targeting football team. Now, that's an interesting way of writing a headline, which actually means she was having regular sex with the players yeah. on the team. Nice, Gary! <laughs> so, so inappropriate behaviour targeting football team is another way of saying she was slutting around in the yeah. change room. Now, massage- here's, here's the thing. When you're talking about targeting, that's suggesting it was the massage therapist that mm. was targeting said team, correct? Yeah, Instead she. of vice versa. Correct. Well, she was having yeah. sex with all of them, apparently. Okay. Uh, a massage therapist has been barred from Ohio State's campus um, and from having any interaction with Ohio State athletics members after an independent investigation found she had engaged in inappropriate and exploitative behaviour. So she was exploiting them, Greener. This is a quality. This is why I love feminism. Because nice, she was basically using her fucking vagina as a guillotine. Right. She was okay. she was trapping these boys in and whoosh, grabbing hold of their dick. Maybe not a guillotine. We're not cutting it off. How about a Venus flytrap? Yeah. You like that? We'll so, go with that. So apparently, according to this independent investigation by this football team, which of course doesn't have any uh, particular, you know, high ranking notorieties, you know, people, Greeno, people who donate to college football programs or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, who yeah. perhaps wouldn't want some kind of, you know, maybe a championship run or something of that nature to become derailed by some mm-hmm. kind of scandal, you know. These Can't things. have that. Got to get out of the way in the off-season, Damon, when no one's paying attention. <laughs> That's yeah. right. We've got to shake this fucking bitch loose <laughs> before before we start playing. The university released statements and a full report on the investigation, concluding that the massage therapist had no affiliation with the university or its athletics department. And that the school does not believe any NCAA rules were violated. And when I read that, I was like, okay, so why did you fire her then? How, yeah, if she's not affiliated with the school, how can you sack someone? It's not affiliated with the school. Well, it might be it might be unprofessional to have sex with the people that you're massaging. But hey, the let's talk about the you know the New England Patriots, Greeno. You know, we've we've seen people who have enjoyed massage therapy, like a wink, wink massage. You know what I mean? Like, mm. You know. Is it really that big of a deal? I think if I was running a football, like a college football team, Greener, here's what I'm thinking. We either have to have like just all male staff. Yeah. Okay. So that's one option. Or we have female staff who jerk them off when they they massage them. Yeah. Now, it it all depends on which. That's that's not a a quality though, Damo. You need the male masseuses to To jerk jerk them off. off. Nice, Gary. (laughs) Even if not, it doesn't even matter if they're gay or not. It's just like, no, this is part of your job. It's not gay, it's a massage. Yeah, that's right. Do you want to be replaced by a woman? She's going to complain about doing it. Do you you come Mm. on, man up and pull that guy's dick already? Nice, (laughs) Gary. Don't be a pussy. Don't be a fag. Pull that guy's dick. (laughs) (laughs) A couple of of things. There you go, the tree nuts, ladies and gentlemen.
Uh, a couple of thoughts on this one, Damo. Uh, so first and foremost, uh, so she's a massage therapist. What what if they if all the players happen to hold a lot of tension in their penis? Yes, that's true. Maybe if they're a bit tight in the penis, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. The best way to to relax a sore penis is is with the the vaginal muscles. You dick. Um. So look, maybe it was just part of her her. And I think it's I think part of being her a process, Greeno. I think it's a little bit harsh on this lady. Like maybe that's how just she, maybe she was trained for the job. Mm. You know, that this is the best way to massage. Talking about next level therapy. Some people like, you know, scented candles. Other people just use their vagina to relax a guy's, you know, very stiff penis. Other people um, like other people like scented candles that smell like vaginas, aka vaginas like Gwyneth Paltrow. Spot on. Now, let's just say that uh, so all these boys, obviously, it's all consensual because, you yep. know, there's no rape allegations. Nope. They're, they're all in on this. Now, yep. uh, here's the thing. I, there's a lot. And once again, can I give you a fixer, Damo? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a workplace situation, ultimately, yeah. isn't it? Really? Sort of, because these guys are students, though. But. Hear me out. So a lot of the scandals from college football seems to uh, come from players, you know, raping, assaulting, or not <laughs> raping. <laughs> Every is this everyday rape? Would this count as everyday rape? Yeah. Everyday uh, rape. And and uh, knocking up uh, random women. Mm. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Would it be an idea, perhaps, mm. to to kind of leverage off what's happened here with the massage therapist? Yes. And and maybe get a team uh, of sex workers. Yes, I like no, this. Nice, Gary. I like where this is going. So, so everything's in house. Yes. Everything's protected. Yes. And the, the boys can't stray. Yes. Uh, less scandals that way, Damo. Well, can, how can they stray when everything is okay? Like when it, exactly. It, when it's all, all available. Of the, yeah. You know, the, the, you walk, the coach walks into the dressing room and the quarterback has, you know, got his cock in a cage and he's being choked by the neck while girls whip him from the back end. And it's like, well, this is all part of what we signed up for, boys. Part, part, of process, part of the process, Damo. Part of the process. Watch those boys play, Damo. Fantastic. Uh, well done, Trina. Uh, can now, we stay? Uh, well, yeah. were you going to bring, maybe you were going to bring this up or not, Andrew Bogut? Can we talk about Andrew Bogut? No, I wasn't. I was going to skip it, but uh, I yeah, talk, I talk, talk about, about it. it. Yeah, I definitely want to talk about Andrew Bogut. Yeah. So, because this is a little bit of follow-up. This is a little bit of... No, it's not one of those. That one. <laughs> <laughs> So last week when we were talking about Liz Cambridge, who is obviously a good uh, female basketballer because I know her name and mm-hmm. I, Greeno will tell you, I care not for women's sports whatsoever. I'm not trying to be edgy or anything. I'm not trying to be like a masculinist. I'm not anti-women. No. I'm very happy for the women to play their sports. I just don't care. Like, because no, I'm following the guy sports, you know, like yeah. I'm not interested in the girl sports. The girls can be interested in the girl sports all they want. They can celebrate and cheer and cry over each other's vaginas or whatever the fuck they do. I don't care. I, don't I dare care. say you could name three female basketballs. Yeah. Liz Cambridge, yep. Lauren, Lauren, um, Lauren, God, the Aussie, the other Aussie chick, fuck, Lauren Jackson That's and Cheryl There's Swoop. One. Ah, excellent. I wasn't thinking you'd get Cheryl Sweep. I was guessing Michelle Timms would be the third one you Michelle might get. Michelle Timms, the other, the little Aussie chick. She was the yeah. Shane Heal of the Australian women's team, wasn't Spot she? Spot on. Great, great player. Yeah, she Wouldn't came. they have like, made a cute couple, Michelle Timms and Shane Hill? <laughs> weird, weird kind of bleach blonde kind of thing, but they'd be fine. Their baby would come out like four feet tall, just try to pick a fight with Charles Barkley. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, big guy. Who the fuck yeah. is this? So anyway, Liz Cambridge. So she's an Australian basketballer. She's apparently pretty good. 
Now, last week we spoke about she's going to boycott the Olympics. Was it the Olympics, Greeno? Yeah, Olympics, because okay. not enough, uh, not enough diversity in the poster for yeah. Australia's uh, uniforms, I believe. Mm, as as a young sportsman who you know, when I was very young, sort of you know, you would dream uh, after a good swim meet or something, you know, after mm. a good showing in the pool, you would dream like maybe one day I could make it. Uh, mm. As somebody you know who's not fucking unique. I'm sure a lot of people have had that thought at some point in their lives, like, hey, maybe I could be really good at this, to just, mm-hmm. like, kind of turn your nose up at it and give it the finger because there's not enough diversity or something. In a uh, photo shoot. In the yeah. photo shoot, in the promo yeah. PR, in the cheap PR f- photo shoot that nobody fucking cares about. Yeah. That was enough to go, you know what, I'm just going to skip these Olympics because that's yeah. the I'm going to make a statement. Like, it's fucking, mm-hmm. it's obscene, isn't it? But um, yeah. Well, good luck to her. She doesn't have to go to the Olympics. She does want to. I would never pick her again, though. By the way. No, but she came out this week, and this is what prompted the Bogut stuff. Mm. She then announced, "No, nah, no, nah, I'm good to go now." Oh, I'm, she's I'm back in. To, is she back Sweet. on board? Is she now? I'm back in. I'm back in. Oh. I'm, 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 I've looked at the posters. There's uh, there's enough black. It's fine. Yeah, we're good to go. Because if you remember, and if you're listening to this for the first time, so she made this statement. What was it like? Oh, there's no diversity in this photo shoot. And one of the guys in the photo shoot was like, hey, I'm Aboriginal, by the way. And she was like, yeah. oh, you've got a tan. Like, you're not yeah. black enough, basically. Fake, fake tan. Yeah, so she's allowed She's yeah. allowed to just, like, say these things and do this stuff and then still play. I, I do wonder, don't you wonder, Greener, what if it was an Australian, a white Australian basketballer who said the exact same thing? What do you think would oh, happen yeah. to him? He ain't playing again. <laughs> yeah, he's, and he's he wouldn't done. even. he wouldn't play in the Olympic side and he'd probably get sacked from his fucking club as well. Yeah. He'd be, um, he'd be playing in uh, China Greece. this time next year. Greece, yeah, Greece. or China. Yeah. 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 Like with like Dirk Nowitzki is still playing. Where, wherever Dirk Nowitzki is playing as a 50-year-old, he'd be playing in yeah. that league. He'd be there. Yeah. <laughs> so he replied. So Liz Cambridge, um, she obviously, because Andrew Bogut was fucking based all over her, wasn't he, last week? And he was like. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, oh, you know, this is someone calling for diversity, but also, you know, calling uh, an Indigenous skin colour as fake tan. Fake well tan. Well done, Liz. But he's had a, a running battle with her for about six, seven years now because she comes out and says these kind, this kind of shit and he just hammers her for it. <laughs> he has some real fucking hatred of him. And then she responded to him. He's like, Mr. Bogut's obsession with me is so strange. Obsession. It's been like 10 years of you speaking of uh, my name. If you want me, just say that. Ha, ha, ha. Thinks it's very funny. Mm-hmm. But then. To which the Bogues reply. Now, can, before we do the reply, can I just say, here's the thing that I find interesting about this, right? Andrew Bogut, whether you like him or hate him, I quite like him. He's another polarizing guy like Chocolate. I yeah, but a lot him. of people so don't good. like him, Greeno. A yeah. lot of people don't. But he's got fuck you money now, so he can say whatever mm-hmm. he wants. Um, but he's he's a very I think he's a very like kind of stereotype. He's he reminds me of the Australians that we grew up with, you know, like the same yeah. attitude, like oh, who gives a fuck, you know? Uh, he's yeah, very he much that way. And whether you like him or dislike him, the reality is he won a fucking champ. He's got a championship ring on his finger. Okay. Mm-hmm. In the NBA. Now, if you're going to win a championship ring in the NBA, guess what? You're going to spend the majority of year after year after year surrounded by black people, Greeno. Like, so, so this is the, this is the, like the fun part of this for me. He spent like all of this time playing professional basketball. How many jokes do you think were directed at him for being the white guy in the team bus? I would guarantee you at least a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, this fucking crazy white boy over here. Listen to this motherfucker. He's from Australia. Listen to the whack way this motherfucker speak. You know, he would have got that his whole career, man. Yeah. Right? So he would have been surrounded by black guys because like 80% of the NBA is black. 
Uh, he's grown up, like, he's played with them. He's won, won a fucking championship ring, okay? And mm-hmm. I think it's this experience that leads him to be like, no, 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 don't listen to this fucking divisive bullshit. Like, yeah. don't listen to this fucking shit where people are like, oh, it's offensive if a black person isn't in a picture. Because he's probably falling back on all of this experience, like being on the road and shit, like being in hotels with these guys and stuff, fucking hearing around actual, and training. You know what I mean? Of, hearing actual stories of racism that his teammates grew up with. Yeah. Like what actual racism is. What it really <laughs> is. Yeah. Te- his teammates, because basketball for the most part is generally when you're coming up, is quite a poor sport. Fuck it's normally... Know. Real, real low socioeconomic dude, kind of upbringing. Dude, me and you used to meet at like we would have. Remember, we'd have to like to sneak into the local school to like play basketball Ooh. on the ring after they didn't. We weren't even allowed to play there. Remember, we had to wait mm-hmm. for the teachers to leave, and it yeah. was like somebody look and like okay, they're gone, and so we'd all go on the basketball court after they're gone. Yeah. And then it, then they put a cage around the basketball court so we couldn't <laughs> fucking go in there. I swear to God, you know? So, of course, it's a fucking, it's a street game. It's a game yeah. you can play anywhere as long as you can put a ring up. Yeah, you need a ball and a find a ring and you're good to go. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, credit to him. And then, yeah, so his response to to Cambage. Cambage, I love that. that that's, how, that's how she wants a name for this. Oh, come on, not really. I swear Seriously? to God, I'm not no, making that shit Harry. up. Just when, you couldn't get, just when you couldn't get any more fucking pretentious. You know, yeah. like you, you throw that one down the fucking hot zone. I swear oh, to God, this shit. is this is at the last Olympics. They, I'm like, why the fuck are they calling Cambridge Cambage? And they're like, Cambridge. they had to point it out, going, oh, the uh, Liz has told us the the correct pronunciation. Like, she's not from fucking France. No, like, it's the main ingredient, Greeno. It's the main ingredient in sauerkraut. It's cabage. Yeah. I don't know. Cabage. <laughs> yeah. Do you like cabage? Oh, that's fucking. Oh, what's that show? Remember the show Ed? Yeah, Latouse. Let's do that's the one. The Latouse game. <laughs> so he made a bit like this is a fucking major song. I like stories yeah. about yeah, pinatas. Yeah, this is now this is where it goes off the rails. So uh, yeah. Ed was a TV show. It was a funny show. I think the guy was Not quite bad. charming. He didn't do anything yeah. else though, did he? Not a huge amount. No, he, was, he did a lot of guest spots on a bunch of different yeah. shows. After not that. Ed TV. Not the Matthew McConaughey movie. No, like not the that show one. Ed. TV show Ed produced by Letterman. Right, exactly. Yeah. So it was Letterman style humor as well, wasn't mm. it? Really. Mm-hmm. So the only thing I remember from this TV show Ed, which I think ran for like a good five or six seasons, if I'm not Easy, mistaken, yeah, for sure. Very popular show. The only thing I remember from it was what uh, him and his mate were in like the grocery store, and his mate made him a bet that. He couldn't get the store clerk to tell him where the lettuce is. But the catch was he had uh, something like 60 seconds to do it, but he could only call it Latouse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he went up to him and he's like, can you tell me where the Latouse is? And he's like, what? And this went on for 60 seconds and the guy couldn't decipher what Latouse means. And eventually he's like, lettuce. And he's like, oh, lettuce. And then he kind of looks at him because he knows he's lost 100 bucks or whatever it is at yeah. this point. And then the store clerk looks at him within a, f- a couple of seconds and goes, what kind of a jackass calls it Latouse? <laughs> <laughs> the same person wants to be pronounced no, Kambash. That's the kind of writing I fucking love in TV I shows, by the way. That's brilliant. And then we proceeded after that episode to go around to a whole bunch of supermarkets right. and just play that gag Do it depending over, on whatever over. the fuck it was. So, you know, it didn't have to be Latouse, you know, it might have been a Piarch or whatever it may be. Piarch. I still do it. I still, um, you know, my lovely wife, uh, Lady Boogie, she loves Doritos. I still, yeah. we still call them Doritos, Greeno. Doritos. Doritos. Nice. Do you want a bag of Do you want a bag of Doritos? <laughs> and now we've got a new one to add to our arsenal, Kabaj. Liz Kabaj. Liz Kabaj. Fucking nah. wonderful. 
Well done. Well done. Um, <laughs> I feel we were going with this story. Uh, anyway, yeah, it is what it was. Yeah. Andrew Bogut's Andrew a Bogut. fucking, Andrew Bogut's a champ and Liz Cambridge yeah, needs to he, he replied fucking... to us saying, could she put a whole bunch of smiley faces in her tweet and they're all yellow? And he goes, can you give more diversity to the emojis you use in your tweet? <laughs> That's like, right. fucking... Nice, <laughs> Where's the brown emojis, Liz? I thought yeah. you were really into this fucking shit. He's a, he's he's a fucking animal, mate. <laughs> I, love I love him. him. I love him. He's very good. Uh, Damo, a couple of stat mans. It's been a fucking no-hitter frenzy in the MLB this year. I think we're already four in in the first 25% of the How year. How many games are um, we in? Uh, we're probably about uh, so we're 25 in. Oh, oh, 45 oh. in. Can I do a little bit of a sidetrack if I can, please? Maybe this is one of these. Oh, maybe. Yep, go for I it. I think this is a court date. Because, you know, I'm not like a big follower of baseball, but, you know, mm-hmm. I've been an A's fan since, like, we were kids. Because I, 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 there were three teams you could follow when you were a kid here in Australia. It was either the Yankees, the Braves, or the A's. Those well, no, the White Sox. Cause the, White had the White Sox, Sox that's cats. true. Yeah, yeah, that was like, they were like the Charlotte Hornets, though. Remember how people were walking yeah. around with Charlotte Hornets fucking gear? Cats, and it's like, yeah. Charlotte sucks. Everybody yeah. fucking hates the Hornets. They're a shit team. What do you know? It's like, the Larry hats, Johnson. Hats Larry yeah. Johnson is such a good player. He's like, he doesn't even play all-star. He sucks. Yeah. He's, he's crap. <laughs> uh, your poor man, uh, Dennis Rodman. So anyway, so I was an A's fan. Now, I heard this fucking rumbling through the week, and I need you to clear this up. What is this about the A's being told that they have to move to another fucking city? They're getting no, out of so Oakland? What is going on here? Oh, is this so fear-mongering? Long- uh, it is. So this, okay. is, this is what happens anytime someone wants a new stadium. So okay. long and short of it is the A's have been asking for a new stadium for the better part of a decade now, all right? Yep. And they've been in the process. MLB's like, yep, get together a committee, all this kind of bullshit you have to go through to get a new stadium. Now, the biggest issue you have with a stadium is funding. Mm. Now, because like the millions, owners, millions, millions the and own, millions. The owners fucking earn billions, right? So, yes. but the owners don't, like they don't become billionaires for paying for shit. So whenever True. someone wants a new stadium, they try and make the public pay for it through taxes, right? Mm-hmm. But there's always outrage. So everyone, it's a, it's a bit of a fucking game. So what happens is the they, they spend millions. They, they, so far wait, they wait, spend- the, Wait, wait, wait. The baseball team can raise taxes? No, not raise taxes. They use tax money because it's it's like they're oh, the use city over- backs them up. So the if city, the city, ah, yeah. oh, so if the city doesn't come to the party with a little do re me, then the team's like, you know what? We'll fucking uproot and go somewhere else. Fuck you. Spot on. Wow. That's happened that's so many fucking, times that's in baseball. So corrupt, man. Massively corrupt. Fuck. Um, and always ends up with backlash, no matter who's done it. So of it's course. happened. With, what about all the fans happened- who get left behind? Because the city, yeah. so here's the thing. So what is, are you telling me, so a mayor, just say a mayor gets elected and he's like, we're going to stamp out corruption in our city. Mm-hmm. And then the, and the baseball team comes up and says, hey, you know what? Uh, 45 million, my man. And we stay here, like a little bit of tax money, a little bit of do well, re me. More than that, because basically they make the whole, they make the council pay for the stadium. So we're talking like, you know, 500 million. So they basically hold like a gun to the fucking mayor's head and the mayor's like, yeah. you know what? I'm not going to hand over taxpayer money. And then what happens? Mm-hmm. The team leaves and then all of the people in the town hate the mayor because they yeah. let the team leave. Isn't that fucking, that's leverage, man. It's, it's ridiculous. But it's wow. happened a couple of times before, but what it ends up backfiring on the team. So it happened in Miami. 
Miami got this new stadium and everyone was like, how you spent half a billion dollars on this fucking shit and we don't even like your team. This is bullshit. Why did we spend half a billion dollars? We've got no hospitals here for Christ's sake. Wow. Um, so it, it can work either way. So what's and happening Oakland, is they, If I'm not mistaken, Oakland is kind of like a poor area shithole, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, uh, it's not It's not a shithole. It's like on the bay, but it's not It's, it's not a not, rich. Yeah, it's the, the working team, class. The team itself isn't rich, yeah. yeah. But they've spent 200, I read it the other day, $264 million already Jesus. on just trying to get the, the planning <gasps> approved on the stadium. Now, they could have fucking got the stadium by now Fuck. if they just invested that money. So basically, the league's gone. You've had 10 years to get a new stadium in Oakland. The one you've got at the moment isn't up to standard. Now you're allowed to go elsewhere because uh, your lease is almost up. You can go anywhere you want. And if another like city can offer you a new stadium, you're allowed to move. The are they going to move? The I guarantee Oakland because they've already lost their football team and their basketball yeah, team. Yeah, the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah, Raiders are now in Vegas and uh, the okay, Golden State so- Warriors are now somewhere else. They're not actually in Oakland anymore. So the only team they've got left is literally the A's. So I can see Oakland the, like caving, and but then everyone being pissed off. But they'll enjoy a new stadium and it'll take another five years. But yeah, it's not. Shame, they're, they're that's a, such yeah, a shame. Yeah, it, it is a shame. But that stadium's a shithole. So yeah, but that, sense, that's like, kind of uh, you know, uh, that's I think there's there's something charming about having a home ground that's a shithole though. Like as well, you know, like I remember listening to like old football players and stuff when teams would come to their home ground and it's a fucking shithole and like the 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 visiting change rooms are a fucking mess and a disaster that's the i love that shit that's the way it's supposed to be when you play that, that's sports. fine fucking make the, home, the home dressing room is just a shit that's the problem <laughs> but like, that should harden you up though that should harden <laughs> you up because everywhere uh, else you get treated like pampered and shit that should harden you the fuck up nice, so i hope i hope that um because if they leave oakland to be honest like as a as an a's fan but like i'm not a massive baseball guy but as a you know a tepid a's fan i i wouldn't i would think that they're not the athletics anymore now i, I well, know teams move cities and stuff but you can't just transplant a team to a new city and think it's the same like you're ripping the soul out of the play the only reason it's a fucking team in the first place is because of the people who go to the games and it, once you once you take that away from them then it's just then it's that it's disgusting and empty and shallow and wrong it's a you know, it wouldn't be the A's anymore. They might call themselves the A's, but they're not in Oakland. So who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? You mean you mean like after seventy years when the Philadelphia A's moved to Oakland? Yeah, well, exactly. But now, but they've been there for so long now. See, but the same thing would happen again. I guarantee you, there'd be Philadelphia fans who who say, "Oh, they took our team away from us." So fuck them. You know, it's it's the same thing. It's just in no, a different place. I, yeah, it's, it's happening like, to it's happening to a different group of people, but it's the same thing, Greeno. I agree. Like I was, I was said, kind of tongue in cheek. Like yeah. if they move the the Giants from San Fran, I'm like, well, they're the Giants, but you know, fucking yeah, part of it. Like, even though I'm not from San Fran, I'm like, well, my connection to the team is because of fucking San Fran. Exactly. So. This isn't the same team. The same with if the Raiders move somewhere other than Canberra. I'm like, well, that's not the team I follow. Like, yeah. anyway, it's weird. Like, all it is, it's the same fucking team. It's just a new location. So you think they're going to stay, though? You think they're going to stay? I think the council and up uh, forking over the money, yeah. Okay, um, well, that's good. Nice, Gary! Because that's where they belong. And it, they do. Fuck, doesn't Oakland, Oakland's a big enough city. Doesn't it deserve at least one fucking professional team? 100%. <laughs> I love the Bay Bridge thing as well. It's fucking, yeah, they definitely need their team. And this, you're right, there's so much history in Oakland. Like, those teams from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. Like, and even, even though, like, the Moneyball era, like, there's so much history in that fucking team. Like, they can't move from Oakland. Is Billy Bean still working there? 
he is still the basically, he's not the he's he's the step above a general manager now, but he, he still kind of runs the team and that's helps incredible. With, uh, and is he still has he got offers over the years to leave and, and he just he keeps has. knocking yeah. them back? He just he wants he, he wants back. Oakland to win. He just yeah, he loves it there. So I reckon if know. Oakland ever wins the World Series, he'll just retire the next day. He'll be like oh. uh, Hisham El Garouge. Remember when he finally won a gold medal after like three Olympics mm-hmm. and he collapsed over the fucking finish line? He's like, okay, I quit. I'm out. I'm, <laughs> I'm out of here. Billy Bean will not leave that post until yeah, until he he wins the World Series. I think so. Fucking yeah, good I on him. Hundred percent agree. Now I'm going to have to watch Moneyball in the next couple of days. I I watch it at least once a year. I go I'm back the same, but I, I watched it a couple of weeks ago, so I've already oh, there watched you it. Go. See, see, again, Cerebral, Siamese Brainchild, Green. Nice, Because for me, it's not even a baseball movie. Like I nice. got, I got it's a good my film. Yeah, it's, but it's all about like uh, taking risks and stuff and backing yourself mm. and uh, being, you know, being, having the courage to like kind of stand up to the establishment and give them the finger and go, you know what, we're going to do shit our way. I, that's, it's all about that. There's very it's little an, baseball uh, in it. No, nah, it's a poor man. It's a poor man story. It's kind of like, yeah, you've got shit. So, but just find a way to turn it into diamonds. You know what I mean? That's it. That's it. Shit yeah. out of diamond. Eat a rock. Shit out of diamond, Greener. Yeah, spot on. Ah, right. uh, no hitters demo, which is what we're at. Fucking fifteen minutes ago, we, yes. we went off track, but all good. Ah, uh, because we're talking baseball. It's fine. Got me excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fucking good talk. Um, no hitters everywhere. Like I said, forty games into the year, and we've already had four. It's we're I'm a on pace. The record for no hitters in a season is eight, and we've already got four in the first twenty five percent of the year. So okay. fucking we're on track. Uh so uh in the in the last week and a bit, we had John Means throw a no hitter for the Baltimore Orioles, and then we had Wade Miley throw one for the Cincinnati Reds in the space of a week. Uh it's not even a space of a week, a space of three days. Now that is uh they're the the that was against the Indians. Okay. Now are they still now, the Indians, are they? That's gotta they, change. That's, uh for one more year. Yep. No, they are next year. Go on. Oh, good. Thank, um, thank fuck. Because otherwise, um, what's his name? Shannon Sharp will be really upset. It'd be spot on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the Indians were actually both the teams that got no hit in both those games. They're the third team in MLB history to be no hit twice within their first 31 games of a really? season. The first time ever? That's yeah. incredible. I don't know. Third, third team. Oh, third. But still, that's yeah. like we're talking like 150 years here, aren't yeah. we? The only other That's teams, incredible. the 1917 White Sox and the 1884 Pittsburgh Alleghenies. Wow, the Pittsburgh Alleghenies, Greeno. Alleghenies. <laughs> That's a fucking stat for you there, the old, I love the old team names. Yeah, 100%. Uh, another stat man for you, Garrett, Garrett yeah. Cole. I'm a stat man. Garrett Cole struck out 56. He's had 56 strikeouts. Gary Cole, man. No, Garrett Cole. Oh, yeah. not the little guy. Not the little dude. Not, no, not Willis. He's dead. Willis. Um, Is he dead, really? That's, that's he's horrible. dead, yep. He had, he's had 50 know. strikeouts since his last walk. It's tied for the most consecutive strikeouts without issuing a walk since the mound was moved back its distance in 1893. 1893. What's 1893. the distance? It's been the same ever since, has it? Or? Uh, since, yeah, 19, I think it's 1950s or something like that. Wow. there's talk about moving the mound back a little bit to make uh, it easier for hitters. Um, quick, Why? Quick I hate when sports change rules. You're a rugby league fan. I used to be I a rugby it. league fan. They change the rules every fucking year. Oh, we have to speed it up. We no. have to slow it down. We have to do this. We have to do no. it. Stop trying to control everything and just let them play. Not every year, every week. They change the rules before. <laughs> they, they change the rules this morning. I'm not making it up. <laughs> So I'm not true. making it up. They just said if they if you get hit in the head, it's now a sin bin. And they said it this morning. There yeah. was four sin bins in the first game tonight. It's fucking ridiculous. They just come out with these directives. It's like, yeah, okay, from like, now on, that's the rule. 
It's a fucking circus. Um, I want to give you. A, I want to give you a fun stat, man, that I looked up. Yeah. Uh, I'm a show, so last week, John Means had threw a no hitter. It was the first uh, individual no hitter in the team since 1969. Okay, not what a oh now, what a no. Oh, that was so, 63. 63. Yeah. But I was like, how? Why? I'm like, I'm trying to work out like to put that into context. That's a fucking long time, right? It's a long time. Man. And I'm like, hang on, how close was that to the moon landing? So I looked it up. <laughs> So, John Means. You're first, such first a weird cut. I'm weird, yeah. <laughs> you are a weird cut. <laughs> so, uh, the, the man that threw it before John Means was Jim Palmer. He threw it on the 13th of August, 1969. The Palm. Uh, man landed on the moon the 16th of July, 1969. That's so a man only, Since the last no-hit ever in Baltimore, until John Means set this uh, through one this week, or last week. Yes. The last one was the week after the moon landing. That's fantastic. What a stat I'm man a stat that is. Man. I love That's the kind of stat man I really fucking enjoy. I know That's you really I know you like well those done, ones. Greeno. I really enjoy that. Now, Damo, before we go, I got a quick Greeno story time for yeah. you. Oh, no, actually, I like stories about pinatas. And can we hit a uh step back in time as well? Absolutely. Me? I think we can. Last week's show, where the opening segment was us reflecting on the last six weeks, where mm. I was questioning your commitment to the show, mm. and we were, we were analysing the uh, yeah, questionably, we we're analysing uh, your 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 commitments over those six weeks and giving it a yay or nay where there was an appropriate reason to not do yeah. the block and and for the blockheads. You know, it was one of those uh, things, Greeno, where you sit down in the change rooms after a big loss and you're like, it's it's one of those things. We have a session together, and it's like, you know what? I'm calling yeah. you out. I'm calling yeah. you out to your commitment to this fucking cause. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to fucking die for this? That was kind of thing yeah. that Greeno was doing to me last week. I, yeah. Unfairly, I think, on my on my behalf. I think I had a reasonable explanation for each one of those. How many weeks was it? Seven weeks? Six weeks, yeah. Six weeks. Six, we had, six, uh, six seven we weeks. Had, we had, what were the excuses? We had, we, had cra- we had craft beer. We had Jesus. We had Jesus. We had voice. We had boogie, boogie birthday. Jesus was an excuse. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> Happy Easter, yeah. everyone! By the we way, had lady, lady Boogie, and then we had a uh, tooth issue. Tooth so extractions, that was yes. It wasn't but, uh, just a tooth extraction. That's not fair. I, uh, my jaw was cut into by a little circular sore the day after. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a lot. Oh of no! Meat sorry, and then I forgot. Yeah, and then the other one was uh, footy was on. Um, <laughs> you make it. So you make me sound like such an asshole, man. No, that's the one segment. <laughs> <laughs> so. I, d- I spent, what, fucking 15 minutes yeah. fucking ragging on you last week? Yes. Like, just fucking ripping in, going, where's your commitment, dude? Fucking, Correct. here's a list of bullshit excuses. He's so mean to me. If you're listening to this podcast, he's so mean yeah. to me behind the scenes. You don't understand. Yeah. As soon as we stop the show tonight, he's going to, I'm going to say, that was a really good show, Grant. You know, like that little puppy that dances around the big dog in that mm. cartoon? It's like, what are we going to do today, huh? huh? So I'll dude, dance around fucking- him, and I'm like, Hey, Greeno, that was a really good show. Did you like that show? And he'll go, get out of here, you son of a bitch. You're fucking useless. This is the way he talks to me. You should Mate, hear the way he talks to me. It's a you want to talk about You want to talk about Cerebral? I referenced that exact cartoon four days ago. <laughs> I no, shit you not. I sent, it, I, sent, I sent this. To, I'm going to fucking I'll screenshot it to no, prove it to same, you. We're the same person in different We bodies. are the same person because uh, my daughter was chasing around my niece on uh, on Sunday. It was uh, Saturday, uh, yes. Mother's Day. 
catch up with mum and or, or we got all got together. And fucking my, my daughter was fucking chasing my, uh, my niece around. Going fucking, hey, what do you want to play this? Want to play this? And my niece is pretty reserved. And she's just like, she's older than her. And she's like, no, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. And I was laughing my ass off. And we're like, she's like that fucking cartoon with the dog and chase around. What do you want to do, Rex? What do you want to do? Nah. What do you, yeah. you want to play? You want to play? What do you want to do with this, Rex? We're a cat. We're just, cat? Um, and fucking exact same thing. <laughs> so then I started sending my sister the fucking that cartoon. Nice, you mentioned so anyway, I ragged on you for fucking 20 minutes. Go, man, where's your commitment? Like, yes. fuck, man. You missed six, six, seven shows? Like, this is bullshit, dude. Is this fucking a sorry list. book in some way? Uh, no, this oh, is a precursor okay. because then I flicked my calendar over and I realized next Friday I'm, I'm busy. <laughs> I'm going to miss the show next Friday night. I'm going to have to – I can't do it. And I'm like, I'm really regretting ragging on you now because I'm, I'm now you a week later. Hmm. It's interesting, Greeno. Yeah. So hard to say you're sorry. You should be commended for like apologizing. I accept that, you know. In advance. I'll take it in good graces, of course. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you judge whether it's a legitimate excuse. Oh, or oh, well, I will judge. I will yeah. definitely judge. So I, I haven't left my house uh, to venture out in what, a year and a bit now? Yeah, because you're a weird little hermit crab. Yeah, we little him crab. Um, <laughs> I'd I say go on the beach with your yeah. claws out. I don't yeah. Know. So I got I got a message from from one of my very good work friends, uh, not just work friends, but friends outside of work as well. Okay. And he's like, hey, hey, man. Uh, he sent me sent me sent to me a couple of weeks ago. He goes, what are the chances that I can get you to come in the office? Because I know that you refuse to come in the office anymore. Well, and now like, it's a, now isn't it like a fucking isn't it like um you know the settlers yeah. going from one end of a continent to the other for you now? You've been down two in the half, gong two you, and a half hours each way. To oh, get that's into, a, that's into torture. That fuck that. Yeah. no. And I'm like, no. dude, man. So I'm messing it back. I'm like, dude, fucking slim to none, brother. Slim <laughs> to none. That's the chances of you getting me into the office any day. And, and then I thought about it and I realized this guy got made redundant. Mm. And I'm like, oh, oh, is this your last day? Is, is oh, like that day your last day? You're such an he goes, asshole. You're such he goes, an yeah. asshole. God. He goes, yeah, it is. And I'm, he, he goes, I just want to let you know in advance. I haven't told anyone yet, but I want to give you like a month's oh. notice. But I want you to come you in. And I'm like, dick. you're such okay. a cunt, man. That's and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, did you feel like a cunt after that? I did. Yeah, I would Because I'm like, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Because this guy's been my mate for like twelve years now. Apparently, like, apparently allegedly, yeah. he's been a mate for twelve so years. Like, but you're like, nah, fuck you. I'm not getting on the boat. I'm not getting on the train. I'm not driving in for you. Fuck off. See, it's all good. I made have it a good nice life, mate. Good luck, here's bro. The, here's the issue, right? So if I go into the office on a Monday, Wednesday, or Friday, mm. it means my wife has to take a day off work because oh. I got to pick. I got to take the kids to and from school. Otherwise, they're going to be stuck at school till midnight. Take them to work so, with you. Yeah, out, out with the boys on the drink. Uh, <laughs> You'd be there with your pram and stuff. It'd be yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. So I was you'll, like, you'll get a lot of pussy. You know, I like, said, let, yeah, <laughs> I've been big daddy. Um, so, so I said, I said, I'm like, look, give me, give me a day, I'll get back to you. So then I spoke to the wife. I'm like, look, any chance? Like, what are the odds that I can get you to take an annual leave day so I can go in the office mm-hmm. to go to to this guy's farewell and blah blah blah? And she's sure. like, yeah, definitely. You haven't gone in the office in a year and a bit. That's fine. Yeah. So then I messaged back on. Yeah, you I'm seriously on. haven't Wait. been to the office in a year and a bit. Yeah, that's incredible. I can't. Yeah, it's good. Dude, it's does great. it even feel like you work there? <laughs> like, do you uh, even know what it is? Like, how can you work at a place if you've never been to it for a year and a half? Because I'm. I work for eight hours every day. I know, but you're an office guy. 
Yeah, I, I, I've got an omelette. I, I, I do hold like this secret little kind of harboring resentment towards office workers because you know my goal was always been to like work from home. Like, you know, I yeah. love home so much. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm a blue collar guy. I have to go to where the work is. It's just part yeah. of the deal. But now all of these office workers and they're now working from home and they're like, they don't even fucking appreciate it. Most of them. Oh mate, I love it. I know you do. I know you yeah. do, but like so many of them are like, Oh yeah. Fucking like they don't even understand how fucking good they've got it. Mm. Yeah. They should get out there a little more green. Fuck them. You know what? It's a big fuck you. Nice, Gary. To the office workers out there. The office Present workers. company so excluded. Long, long and short of it is, I'm like, I finally, yeah, my wife took the day off work so I can go into the office to go to my mate's farewell, which means I'm not going to be here for next Friday um, so I can go celebrate. Wow. So no doubt. Which is, um, of course. Sorry, book, for ragging on you for missing the show. It's okay. Uh, it's understandable. When literally two weeks later, I called in sick in the show. Yeah. Well, nobody's perfect, Greeno. Yeah. You know, I could dance and I could like make a big scene out of it, and I could be like, "Oh, you fucking should have said that." But she will. That's that's oh, what yeah. the last ten minutes was about. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't have <laughs> to do it anymore because we've already done it for ten minutes. I tried to do the right thing. I'm like, I'm going to put it out on Front Street. Mm. I'm going to let you rag on me on air. Yeah, uh, not going to do it sneaky and just like message during the week and go, oh yeah. <laughs> Listen to you. Listen to you, you little sneaky cut. <laughs> that's <What>? being sneaky. <laughs> Thanks. We got plugs before we go, mate. <laughs> follow Greeno at the starting block where we drop the K at the end. Uh, follow myself at Boogie Bumper. I'll be live tonight, 7 p.m. with the Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. I had uh, Joy of Pessy on Wednesday night, Greeno. Do you know what we yeah. watched? Uh, we, we we covered like classic Johnson Australian. and Friends. Johnson and Friends was one of them. But there was yeah. also, have you ever seen a show called Phoenix Five? Yes, I have. Yes, the Australian fucking sci-fi like Star Trek ripoff yeah, in the nineteen yeah, seventies, yeah, yeah. man. Terrible. I yeah. showed Pessy this thing, and he was like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm like, "Isn't it something?" Eh? Like this yeah. is what we were doing down here in oh, the nineteen seventies. Did you show? Did you show? Please show me. Uh, did you show him Mully Grubs? I didn't show him Mully Grubs. I showed him oh. Mister Squiggle, and he said, "Mister Squiggle is a demon." <laughs> he, he, <laughs> Mr. Squiggle comes down to earth with a glory hole in the front of his rocket ship. <laughs> he does. With his pencil sticking out. He does. And then he does horrible <laughs> satanic little pictures that you flip upside down and all of a sudden, oh, it's a pelican. <laughs> so he didn't like Mr. Squiggle much at all. No, though. well, no, we, we, we've got to, get to get him on again and do Mully Grubs then. Mully Grub me. Mully Grub you. But it was the mouth, the freaky mouth that just gave every kid nightmares. It was meant to be a kid show, but yes. every kid was scared of that fucking show. Look, but we watched it because we were worried the mouth would just eat us in our dreams if we didn't watch the show. How about this? Because we're late anyway. This will take two seconds. I can bring yeah. up the Mully Grub. Oh, yes. I've got it already, Greeno. Beautiful. I've got it already. Okay. Let's. How about we, we do this? Let's go to the big screen, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this. Like, this, this is was... what children's entertainment was for Australia <laughs> in, what, the, the early 90s. Did you see the kangaroos? <laughs> they have tiny front paws and big back legs. So and they weird. Use their back legs I, never, I wasn't a Mullygrubs fan, Greeno. No one was, Damo. It just scared the shit out of everyone. <laughs> what the fuck is this thing? It kind of scares me now, to be honest. Does me too. Boing, boing. It's weird, bounce, isn't it? It's the kind of show even stoners couldn't get into. No, it's not Ren and Stimpy level. No, no. see, this is in the intro. We want the intro song. 
theme song. That's the theme song. Here we go. Molly grabs me. Molly grabs you. Come and be a Molly grab too. We've got lots of things to do. So come on, all the Molly grabs. Molly, 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 Here's my challenge to you, Damo. Yes. Is the person that was the Molly Grubbs face got that referenced on IMDb? <laughs> I want to know. Within the next two weeks, I've got to find that answer. Right. I'm going to put it out to the blockheads. Put it out Tell to the blockheads. Find if you can who who the actor actress was. I'm assuming it's an actress because they got lipstick and shit on. Who knows? In this Do brave you, are age. you assuming it's the same one throughout the like the whole time of the show, or did they just interchange uh, them like a dog on a sitcom? <laughs> um, maybe, maybe. But yeah, let me know who actually played the face on Molly Grubbs. I'm keen to know, and if it's okay. on an IMDb. Thank you. Know, the- well, ha- how about this? I'll put that link in the chat for mm. anybody who's in the chat. It'll be up on DLive, like, for the next few. The chat room stays on DLive, so anybody who comes across it, they'll see this link in the chat and they'll click on the Molly Grubbs. We'll play it one more time just so everybody knows what we're dealing with here. How about that? Sleep tonight. Yeah. One more time. Watch that pitch change, Karina. Glockenspiel? Yes, definitely. Definitely a glockenspiel. Not a xylophone on that one. It's definitely nah. a wood. Spills around. Very good. We've done the plugs, haven't we? Yeah, we've done the plugs. We're out. Let's get the fuck Excellent. out of here. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? Somebody will sit down and tell you the truth. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censor, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. 
But why are you farming for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to the starting block on TAVshow.com.